What's happening, man? It's your man, No Low Calion, and we at the Real Shit Round Table. Tonight, I'm by myself, but, you know, I got some shit I need to get off my chest, so it's probably best that I do it that way anyway. You feel me? We gonna start with the uh, Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua fight, right? Andy Ruiz had the chance of a lifetime, and I just didn't understand how he can come in there 30 pounds overweight, 30 pounds overweight, no wait, it was 20 pounds overweight, my bad, the nigga came in 20 pounds overweight, and did all this celebrating like he didn't take no lessons from Roberto Durant. Roberto Duran should have showed us that if we party too much and we don't take training seriously before the fight come, you gonna holler no mas. Yeah, he made it 12 rounds. Yeah, in the last round, he trying to stand there like, come on, fight me here, fight me here. You should have been doing that the whole motherfucking fight. You gonna wait till the last 10 seconds of the first, uh, uh, of the 12th round in the championship fight to be like, nah, come fight me right here, come fight me right here, knowing... If you was in his shoes, why would why would I take that chance? Nah, I'm going to stand here, I'm going to look at you, and I'm going to laugh because I already won. And that's exactly what the fuck he did. He won. So he got all four of his bills back. You're not finna get a rematch. You know what I mean? They, they gonna, you going to have to beat at least two or three notable people in your next two to three fights in order for you to get another chance at the championship belts that you just lost. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe everything, maybe everything, everybody's saying, get a lot of fire under your ass and you can go and, and bring it back home. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully you can't. You know what I'm saying? We California natives. So I got to rock with you. You feel me? I'm not saying I wouldn't if I didn't know you. I'm just saying, though. Moving on. The next thing. UFC 245. Amanda Nunes did that. Uh, I want to call it the Tito Ortiz shit. Ground and pound. Where they just, you know, constantly take you down, lay on top of you, and hit you with strikes here and there. Try to flip a submission here, flip a submission there. If it work, it work. If it don't, it don't. But I'm just going to keep you on the ground and stay on top of you. You know what I mean? Like, she, that's the way she won that fight. You feel me? She didn't want to stand up with her because if she would have stood up with her, she probably would have lost that motherfucking fight. But that's that's what MMA is, though. If I can't beat you with these two hands standing on these two feet, then I can take you down. I can grab an arm. I can grab a leg. I can grab a knee. I can grab an ankle. I can grab a wrist. I can, you know what I mean? So that's the differences between the two sports. In, in boxing, you are forced 
to purely beat a man with your hands and your hands only. And that's why it's called the sweet science. Mixed martial arts is called mixed martial arts because if I can't do that, I'll find a way. You know what I mean? And then from there, you got the Max Holloway shit, which... Honestly and truly, I feel like it could have went his Damn, way. Get inside, give him them clothes on. Come on. <laughs> Little daddy naked. <laughs> Little daddy naked, just coming outside. Go get some clothes on. Max Holloway shit, right? I can't say that he definitively won the fight, but I can't say that he definitively lost that shit either. In all fairness of a person that been champion for the last three fucking years, I mean, damn, man, you gotta, you gotta, you know how hard it is to hold the championship in your one weight class for three years? Bernard Hopkins did it for 10 years after Roy Jones left the division. But you know how hard it is to just do three? And then for that fight to play out the way that that fight played out, it was like they got to do it again. You feel me? They got to do it again. They calling it the end of an era, but I don't know. It was in my eyes... It wasn't a definitive victory for either one of them. I could see the victory going to either one of them. I could see that. I could see a draw. So I'm not shitting on on, on the decision that was made. You know what I mean? I'm just saying round two is not a bad idea. That's what I'm saying. Round two is not a bad idea. I mean, especially especially for the fans because having seen what it was before that and then having seen what it was when it was that, like, who going to not want to see that again? That's just more money in your pocket. I'm not making shit off this. Which bring me to another point. The government... <laughs> y'all want me to get into it? Y'all, y'all really want to know what I be thinking? Y'all don't want to know what I be thinking. Oh man, shit, nigga, man, fuck this shit. I'm finna tell y'all what I be thinking. Listen, the president is a motherfucking front face. He has to answer to the powers that be. You know what I'm saying? The powers that be, like they'll fund you through your campaign. They'll fund you through the whole little election process and all that old shit. So during that time, you can say, I want to change this. I want to change that. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know what I mean? And the country will believe you and get behind you. And then you get in office and nine times out of ten, you ain't done none of that shit. Or maybe did three out of ten of that shit. You know what I mean? And that's because... You have to answer to somebody. You're the fall guy. You're the front face. You know what I mean? Corporate America runs America, bro. Real shit.
It's the billionaires behind the scenes. You know what I mean? The trillionaires behind the scenes. The real world leaders who name you ain't never fucking knew. And this shit ain't got nothing to do with Illuminati and none of that old shit. I'm just saying corporate America runs corporate America. The House of Representatives, the state senate, the, the legislative branches of, branches of government, the president himself in the White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's all a business, bro. It's all a business, man. And they they want to keep the poor poor because it's like, okay, well, if we make room for the poorest, less dollars in our pocket. But at the same point in time, like, you guys will die for generations and never not have a dollar in your pocket. So why is the poor so important to keep down? I don't get that. own everything right so if you own this closed down building restaurant whatever why not turn those city-owned properties into city-owned businesses that are self-sustaining so that if you cover operation costs and you cover you know what i mean wages the profits from that business go to this month, we're giving a donation to the police. This month, we're giving a donation to the fire department. This month, we're giving a donation to the ambulances. This month, we're giving a donation to nonprofit organizations. This month, we're giving a donation to the hospitals. You can create jobs for poor people that you talk shit about through these city businesses. You got to be on probation or parole or you have to have been homeless for two days. Fuck it. One day is too much for being fucking homeless. If you ain't never been homeless, then you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But all bullshit to the side, though. One day of homelessness is too many days. Real shit. So if somebody been out here for hell long and you create an opportunity, you know, for them to get up out of that. You know what I mean? You don't got a bitch about it. You take the profits from those city-run businesses. You creating jobs. Self-sustaining. Keywords. Self-sustaining. So first, you got to recoup all the money you spend on your inventory and the light bill and electric bill and Wi-Fi and all that shit. And you know what I mean? The property taxes or the, or, or the lease or the rent. You cover all that. Then you cover all the wages of each employee there. Everybody has a specific job to do. And as long as everyone is doing their specific job, then we can work together as a unit because the shit meshes like it's supposed to. You get that money first. You cover that money first. And everything that's profit... It's a city-owned business, mind you. Everything that's profit, we donate twice a month, once every two weeks. A nonprofit organization, you know what I mean? Bonuses for teachers, or bonuses for police, or bonuses for, you know what I mean? 
county workers, state workers that don't get paid, they just do. Granted, you know, when you got to spread it out between, okay, we can only pick this school today or that school tomorrow or this is it. You know, you can't choose everybody all at once, all at the same time. That's impossible. But you can get around to it and take take turns. You feel me? I'm not saying that this shit going to go to everybody all at once and it's going to be all that much money. That, nah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this month, okay, we choosing. This what we choose. Okay, boom. And this is the total amount of profit that we have. Okay, boom. That's what they get. Boom. They got to break that shit down between everybody else. Shit, it might only be $5 a piece, but even if it's only $5 a piece, you can still look at yourself like, man, somebody appreciate what the fuck I'm doing. That's incentive to do the best that you can because it's up to us to raise us. It's up to us to do for us. And they have did a tremendous job of making us be against us. See, this is why I don't like to get into that political shit. Because motherfuckers that hear me talk and think that I'm stupid. I ain't stupid. I know exactly what the fuck I'm saying. There are a number of ways that this country should be where it's supposed to be. And we not have fallen down the ladder as far as currency is concerned. Europe has the most valuable currency now. Wasn't we number one when Clinton was in office? Bush done fucked that off. Barack was a scapegoat. Trump was a let me see how dumb you motherfuckers really is. And everybody's sitting here acting like they don't know that shit. This shit is crazy to me, bro. On anything I love, bro. This shit is crazy as fuck to me. Because I sound stupid. I sound like it's a conspiracy theory. America is a motherfucking business. When I first heard Donald Trump was going to be running for president, I was like, yeah, he done had hella successful businesses, but I didn't know about all them bankruptcies. But I thought that he'd know how to do business. He could bring money back to America. He can, you know, uh, put a dent in the deficit. You feel me? That wasn't none of his aim. His whole aim was to try to do for himself within the guidelines of doing what they told him he got to do. That man applied for a job and he got a job. You the CFO, but you answer to somebody. You the CMO, but you answer to somebody. You the COO. You answer to somebody. Know what I'm saying? You the CEO, but you answer to the chairman. Preach said the prophet, holla if you hear me. Let the church say, hey, man, y'all motherfuckers don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. Oh, bullshit to the side, man. That motherfucker is an employee. As the front face of this country. Look how we look. Based on him. 
we go to another country, they look at you like fucking American, like they might want to rob you, kill you, steal from you, they might motherfucking want to kidnap you, thinking you worth some money or something. They might just want to prove a point because an American didn't kill one of they motherfucking folks. You never fucking know. But guess what they don't know? We never made these decisions. We never sat right there and was like, oh yeah, we want to police the world. Through the Roosevelt administration and all that shit. We're going to police the world. Why? It's none of our business what the fuck is going on over there. If people come over here trying to police our shit, guess what's going to happen? Even if the United States military don't do shit, even if the police department don't do shit, if the American public finds out, oh, they trying to invade our space, racism going to disappear for that day. You got guns, you got weapons, ain't nobody gonna be against nobody. It's gonna be us against them, and guess the fuck what? We gonna win out here in these streets, for real. Because you never, okay, all right. And we don't need to fucking make more control bombs or roll under your tank. No, as soon as we see that parachute flopping out the sky, as soon as we see that tank rolling down the street, it's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. We got to start taking y'all out while y'all coming in. Because we know it's going to be more behind y'all. So while we taking y'all out, y'all out while y'all coming in, then shit, that's us motherfuckers to deal with. It's just a better way to keep control of our neighborhood until the word is spread. Like, hey, y'all know what's happening? Y'all know what's happening? Once... Everybody gonna hold hands. We all gonna grab everything out the crib like shit. We gonna organize shifts. <laughs> it's gonna be a Vietnam around this motherfucker. Niggas on rooftops, behind trees, bushes, all the shit. Sitting in the car right there like everything, bro. Like we out here, we watching like shit, nigga. Oh, all right. I'm not trying to say nothing bad about any other country, but what I am saying is like, you know, other other countries don't know Americans. You feel me? They know of America. They know about America. You know what I mean? But one thing for certain, two things for sure, other countries don't know Americans. You know what I mean? We different. We don't fuck with each other unless somebody wanna fuck with us. And we not gonna say none of that because we not finna be about that bullshit that they trying to be on representing us. But shit, if you come here trying to fuck with us on our shit, then guess what? It's bad, bruh. It's bad. Town business. This ain't some shit that we gonna have a meeting about, talk about, when we see what's happening, everybody, it's a natural thing, fuck it, whatever, I could have fought you yesterday, (laughs) we could have made each other bleed yesterday, but today, until this shit is over, we teammates, just like this motherfucking game I'm watching, listen to this shit.
That's how God works, boy. That shit crazy. Everything that I'm doing right now is happening live in action. That's not some shit that was recorded or planned or whatever. I'm sitting at the round table in my garage. No locale on your host of the Real Shit Roundtable Podcast. I know it's been a minute since I hollered at y'all, which is why I'm doing this right now. You know what I mean? I prefer to have a guest with me, you know what I mean, so we can bounce it off each other and make it more liber for y'all, but shit, I ain't gonna lie to you when I tell you that I miss y'all, man, I miss doing this, and if I gotta do it by myself, then I do it by myself, you know what I'm saying? Every episode ain't finna be by myself and shit, you know what I mean, but a lot of people been going through a lot of shit, including myself, including my family, you know what I mean? That's a lot of things going on in my life right now, man. I got aunties and shit dying of cancer, uncles and shit, my my in-laws, they all sister-in-law and got a disease and lost her voice, you know what I mean? My wife's grandfather, he's dying of cancer too, on top of my aunties, you know what I mean? My oldest brother died of cancer, you feel me? Then her uncle and her auntie, one one had a brain tumor, got it cut out a couple times and was making it through that, but it was looking like it was spreading. Then the husband is, you know, he dealing with the cancer shit right now and the chemo and the radiation and all that shit and a shell of what he used to be. And it was a big motherfucker, boy. I mean, when I first met him, when he shook my hand, I just looked at his hand. I was like, you know what? If we ever fight, I'm bringing a baseball bat. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's how big his hands was. You know what I mean? I didn't match the grip 100% all the way, but I matched the grip enough for him to know I'm a man. You know what I mean? But as a man, you got to you gotta be honest. Like, man, motherfucking hands was... <laughs> Woo! Motherfucker was like three times my size. Like, man, I don't like this. Don't you trying to make me feel small, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but he, uh, he going through it right now. You feel me? And he, ain't, he ain't like he used to be. And that shit hurt. You know what I mean? Because it's all at the same exact time. All of this is, is happening simultaneously. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to mention everyday life. You know what I mean? I mean, how do you got money for everything and still have financial problems? Like, okay, well, money not going to fix this one. No money not going to fix that one. But money could fix it if motherfuckers like... Psh. Niggas gotta go to court and all types of shit. Like, that shit crazy, you know what I mean? Like, if it ain't one thing, it's a motherfucking other. You can't win for losing around this bitch, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm sitting here looking at two cars right now thinking, I, I, man, I, we should probably just let that one go. Go ahead, sell it. Just because, you know what I'm saying? It'll cost too much money to bring it back, but the motherfucker run like a champ, though. Stick the key in, turn it, it's gonna start right the fuck up. You can pull off and drive off right now. I've been driving that bitch all day. You drive that motherfucker every day, but still, there's money need to go into it. You know what I'm saying? Niggas need to get tags and all that shit, but... Shit, I got a license plate on that motherfucker. Don't even belong to the car. I got to take that shit off and put the original license plate back on, but... I'm waiting until that one expire before I do that. And then when I do that, I'm probably going to steal a 2020 tag and then put that on there. So, that, you know what I mean? Just, I'm just saying. We should probably sell that motherfucker. Real shit. Just let that thing go. Ride out with the van for now. You know what I mean? Because it could fit everybody. We got six kids, plus me and her. It's an eight-person family. Look at me letting y'all in. I probably shouldn't have had a did that, but I didn't start this and not do that, so it ain't no regrets. Hold on. hard doing this shit with one hand. Alright. So now y'all know why I don't like to talk about the government or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I just, I overstand too much and a lot of it does stem from, you know, way of life. Not just for me, but for all of us. Like right now, I mean, I can't, I can't complain. I can't be whining and bitching and shit. Like, I got a four-bedroom house, front yard, backyard. I mean, two cars. Talking about selling one. It's crazy, cause I, in my man cave, the one that. I be filming and recording all of these shows from. Like I got the three-seater leather couch right there, boom, and it's a space. Then you got the four-seater wooden round table with the four wooden chairs and shit. And then you got the TV right there next to the microwave, next to the cooler, you know what I'm saying? Then you got the drawers over here and the toolbox on top with the, you know what I mean? That's, that's all. It, that's my car drawer, that's my house drawer, that's my general toolbox, and in between them I got my, okay, here goes some drills, and then here go a couple of projects I'm going to put together later, and then on the walls, like, you know, I got them little, that, that mesh that you put against the wall with hella holes in it, and you put hooks in it and shit like that, so that I got all my yard equipment, rake shovels, and electrical cords, and uh sprinkler heads and all kind of shit just hanging in you know what I mean S cables baler wire all kind of shit then I got the, the the glass coffee table over here you know what I mean with a nice 
wood engraving around it or whatever with the uh, foosball table soccer. I got a table soccer game sitting right on top of that. We be having hella fun doing that shit. So I'm not saying that I'm necessarily poor, but I speak for poor people, though, because... I got a washer and dryer over there. I just looked at it like, and I'm outside in the man cave, in the garage. Like, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Because this is real life. You know what I mean? I speak for poor people in the way of, like, you know what I mean? I, I see. I see where the challenges are and why they are there, and that doesn't make sense to me because. Those challenges shouldn't be there being as though you got everything already. If you got everything already, then it makes no sense for you to try to hold anybody else down from getting anything. You know what I'm saying? Like they can't get nothing. They, you know, I see people in tents on the sidewalk. I seen, I seen a dude laying in front of the store underneath a blanket on Thanksgiving morning. Thanksgiving morning, he was sitting out there, laid on the ground underneath a cover on Thanksgiving morning. There's no reason, there's no reason that that shit should ever happen in the United States of America, you know what I mean? In the United States of America, there is too much money floating around for there to be a person sleeping on the curb under a blanket on Thanksgiving morning. Real talk. Thanksgiving morning, think about that though. If you sitting there laying underneath a blanket in front of a store in the United States of America, that's a fucking problem. That's definitely a fucking problem because there's no reason for it. There's more than enough for everybody, man. More than enough for everybody. It's like you want to shut these schools down, right? You got all these schools that's finna shut down. And so why are you shutting these schools down because, oh, it's not enough money in the budget. Then you overcrowding other schools and forcing families to go further away from their homes to get their kids back and forth to school. Like, you ain't giving a shit about their schedule. They have to tie that into their schedule. Like, these are working class citizens, you feel me? They got a time they got to be there. They got a time that they get off. I'll ask now that we about to leave and I'll be back. I'm trying to do a motherfucking podcast while you trying to be disrespectful. You ain't got to see. You going to see. Because I'm going to send it to you when I'm done. Then what the fuck you talking for? Motherfucker trying to do something productive and the motherfucker think I'm over here on the phone with a bitch. That shit crazy, man. I'm over here just trying to do my little podcast, you feel me? A motherfucker come through like, oh, he must be on the phone with a bitch. Or he must be on the phone with somebody talking shit. Well, what the fuck is he? It's the most irritating shit in life, bro. Real shit. I'm trying to look out for the homeless right now. She over this motherfucker think I'm on the phone with a bitch talking shit about her. How the fuck? I'm not even that type of nigga. I don't even do that type of shit. She gonna feel stupid as fuck when I fucking when I finish this and I send it to her via text. 
Man, she listen to this shit, she gonna feel stupid as fuck. I've been talking to y'all niggas the whole fucking time. And I got a, I got a garage though, and then I got a side though in my garage. So I'm outside the side though. You feel me? Like directly standing right there. Directly standing right there. You know what I mean? Everything is visible. What the fuck was I doing that was secretive? And y'all been listening to the show, and I appreciate that, and I thank y'all for that. And it's probably gonna be some commercials in this show because. We was trying to get some donations up for some uh, charitable causes this month, and I did about three of them. So, you know, y'all might hear a few commercials during this hour that I'm fucking with y'all, you know what I mean? But it was for a good cause, you know what I mean? Anyway. Back to this homeless shit. I just don't think nobody in America should be homeless. And if, and you know you can't you can't stop that. You know it's always gonna be homeless motherfuckers, but on Christmas, on Thanksgiving, there should be something for them collectively. We know approximately around about how many homeless we got in our city. If you the city government, you you have to know these things. Statistics, motherfuckers. I ain't talking to y'all, I'm talking to them. Cause they got me fucked up like niggas is stupid. You know what I mean? There's enough space for everybody. It's enough money to feed everybody. This shit ain't nothing but a fucking tax write off for you. If you donate whatever, you get the money back a couple months later, it's a perfect time of year to give away. I'm just saying, man. Motherfuckers act like they can't even do that. This nigga Marshawn Lynch from the town. Played for the Raiders one time before he hung it up for good. Wish I could make because. I'm from the town, man. If I made it to the NFL, I want to play for the Raiders at least one time before I left, too. But you got to go where the money at. You know what I mean? But he come back, and he opened a, a clothing store in downtown Oakland. Bunch of couple few sweatsuits in that motherfucking everything. Expensive as shit. You know what I'm saying? Makes it, you know. Make some shit that you could make money off of, but niggas could afford. You feel me? Then after niggas could afford it, and you start seeing that shit everywhere, then you use a little more quality, a little more quality, spend a little more money, a little more money, you know what I mean? Charge a little more, charge a little more. Motherfuckers gonna be paying it because they like, oh, you ain't got that new? You feel me? Oh, that's the first one. That's the old one. Like, You know what I mean? Show niggas some love, bro. Make that shit lightweight at first and then grow into it. And then over time, you know what I mean? You will see more money than you was expecting in the first place because you did it right. You feel me? 
Not to say that you don't know what you're doing, shit. You you got a hell of a whole lot more bread than me. My two cents is exactly that. Just two cents. You know, you can take it or leave it, and I don't mean no disrespect. You feel me? Moving on. The next thing I wanted to talk about was the motherfucking Raiders moving to Las Vegas next year. That shit hurt my motherfucking heart. Today, they played their last game at the Oakland Coliseum. They left the L.A., you know, we knew they was going to be back, and they came back. You know what I mean? They going to Vegas, and we don't know if they coming back. They might stay in Vegas like Mark Davis is on some other shit. You feel me? I mean, why would you get rid of all our star players and blame it on John Gruden? John Gruden is the president of the United States. He the front face. (laughs) He got a job to do. He can say all this and that and whatever. But ultimately, he got to do what Mark Davis telling him to fucking do. And everybody under Mark Davis. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, this is the pecking order. Ice Cube tried to tell us about this shit a long time ago. Y'all niggas don't know nothing about that double disc, though. I do. Shout out to Ice Cube. It's the pecking order. I feel like the motherfuckers tried to make a losing team to leave with so they could show that the numbers financially wasn't there and then going to try to build a winning team in Vegas because the numbers initially already going to be there because it's the first time they had a football team. You know what I mean? So the numbers initially is going to be there, and then those is the numbers that's going to need to be gone upon moving forward. Meaning, if I get a zip and I double up, I'm going to expect double up every time. But if I if I get that same ass zip and I can triple that, like I'm going to take notice of that too. You feel me? And I feel like that's what that nigga trying to do. And the cold part about it is, this game that I'm watching, if Pittsburgh lose tonight, we one step closer to the wild card position, so we still might make the playoffs even with an unknown squad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they know who they is now because motherfuckers is out there balling. Regardless of, regardless of the record, if you look at game by game, the motherfuckers out there balling. But if we wouldn't have got rid of all our motherfucking superstars, it wouldn't be a question. He did that shit because he wanted to make a losing team. Before we go to Vegas, then get to Vegas and try to build a winning team using that same shit his daddy used to say to him about, like, oh, no, 
you know, we recruiting all young lines so we can groom them into being a winning team later on. That shit ain't never worked. But we stayed down, though. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no football fan anywhere that's more dedicated to their team than a Raiders football fan. The Raiders can play at any stadium, any arena, anywhere in the world. The black hole will be there. There will be more Raiders jerseys in the crowd than the home team. You've seen it happen in London. You see, if you pay attention to the Raiders games, maybe not more jerseys than the home team, but it's going to be more than any other game that you're going to watch that's a away team playing a home team and how many fans showed up for them. They'll be sprinkled throughout the crowd, but they're not going to show up like the nation, though. That's why the Raider Nation is the only nation in football. Because we die hard. And they putting us through this bullshit. And we know we better than that. You feel me? And then on top of that, they want to take the Warriors out of Oakland and put them in San Francisco. They trying to take the, the A's out of Oakland. While all these decision makers and these one percenters is having all of these backdoor conversations that nobody is privy to other than themselves and the Chamber of Commerce and whatnot. And big business. You're taking away something that keeps people united and nonviolent. Not to say that the city ain't violent or whatever, but think about it. On those games, on my bad, on those days, like when the A's is playing or the Warriors is playing or the Raiders is playing, crime rates is down dumbass percent because... That's something that the whole city can unite behind. And you taking that away from us while you're trying to gentrify the situation. Which pisses me off because you see the value in Oakland just not for the residents of Oakland. You want to displace the people from there in order for you to see your profit. When you can do the same shit that you're doing and see the same profit, if not more, because who are the biggest spenders in America? Black people. All your style, all your swag, you know what I mean? Even the way you conduct business comes from what? Black people. It's just like football, baseball, basketball, boxing. It's something that you started. We paid attention, perfected it. And then the only thing that you did was like, oh, well, you don't need to know this and you don't need to know that. And you don't know this and you don't know that. So that's why I make more money than you. Motherfuckers let you get away with that shit because motherfuckers happy getting their little chunk of change, you feel me? But it's going to come to a place where why give you money in the first place? There's nothing you doing that 
I'm not capable of doing when it's what I'm doing that's making you money. The owner of the Jack in the Box, McDonald's, Taco Bell, whatever, come walking through the door. They not the motherfucker running the cash register or sweeping and mopping or dropping the fries or cooking the patties or doing the prep or, you know what I'm saying, unloading the trucks and deliveries when they come, managing the office. Only thing they doing is managing the manager that's doing all the work on paper. Meanwhile, everybody out there is the people making this shit actually work. That's like paying to go to work. You doing all the work. They making all the money. You getting pennies on a dollar. But this shit don't work if you ain't doing your shit though. So how about I just take my shit and do my shit and make all the money. Ain't no sense in me making pennies on a dollar for your business to thrive and it ain't no ladder to climb. I mean, seriously, they want you to fucking go to college for this amount of years or whatever and have these type of degrees and shit like that to manage a fucking Taco Bell or a fast food restaurant or whatever. Or if you already there, just to move up to district manager or some shit. Like, seriously? This is fast food. It's not rocket science. And it's supposed to be a franchise where if you got enough money, you could buy in. And then, you know, you own that jack-in-the-box or whatever the fuck it is. But you have to follow their recipes, you know what I mean? And then you have to pay your percentage back to them each month but then if all the profit after that goes towards you and that's your franchise because you're a franchisee like come on bro so this franchisee is just making hella money off of your sweat while they telling you keep the times down and hurry up with the orders and nigga you got me fucked up bro I see shit for what it is, man. I really do. Ain't no sense in me going and making you look good and putting in all this hard-ass work for you to look like you running a successful company when I'm the reason behind it. I could just do that shit for myself, whatever it is, whatever I'm good at. I might be the best pencil counting motherfucker on earth. If I'm the best pencil counting motherfucker, then I could be the best counting motherfucker. And if I can count hella shit, then I can just start a business where people pay me to count all they shit to make sure it is exactly what it's supposed to be. Inventory or something. You feel me? Whatever it is that you good at. You know what I mean? Somebody out there getting paid to do the shit or paying somebody to do what you good at and then they taking more money like they giving them pennies on a the dollar to, you know what I mean, to do the shit. You know what I'm saying? 
whatever you good at. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta work for nobody. Especially with the internet the way it is now, you feel me? With the internet the way it is, you could you could start a business tomorrow. After that, it's just marketing and promotion. Just make sure it's something that you know yourself you personally good at. Like, I got this. I could do this. What I learned from hustling out here on these sidewalks from coast to coast. All this shit run the same way. It's all a business. Like I was taught to work for yourself. Don't work for nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Meaning buy your own dope and sell your own dope. If you fuck your bundle up, the only person you got to answer to is you. But if you working for somebody else and you fuck they bundle up, then you got to answer to them. And then whatever they deem necessary is justified because you was working for them. Fuck all that. I'm going to run my own shit. I get my plug from you. I go do it how I do it. I get my plug from you, I go do it how I do it. I get my plug from you, I go do it how I do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? And however I choose to do it, what I'm doing is my motherfucking business. And I don't owe nobody or answer to nobody or none of the shit. It's the same thing in business, man. Whatever you good at. You good at motherfucking fixing cars, man. Start the shop in your driveway, your garage, or your parking spot in your apartments. You know what I mean? Start that shit in the motherfucking nearest shopping center to where you live at. Police come and tell them nigga shit broke down. I'm trying to help them fix it. That's all. Shouldn't be too long. I only got to do this, that, and this. They be like, oh, okay, good Samaritan, my bad. Keep it and do what you're doing. They go back into the store, niggas like, yo, they just trying to, you know what I'm saying? Leave them alone. If they get too long, call us back, we be back. Before all that shit happen, niggas and whoop, whoop, whop, and niggas is gone. Real shit. Whatever you good at, man. I'm doing this podcast for motherfuckers that <laughs> came up how it came up, man. You could look back at it and laugh. They always used to be like, oh, you're going to look back at that and laugh. And then at that time, you was like, you got me fucked up, nigga. How the fuck is I'm going to be laughing at this? You know what I'm mean? saying? You really, if you could live long enough, if you could survive, you really do look back and laugh like, damn. Because I was hella mad. <laughs> I was tripping. Like, fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Motherfucker didn't understand it. I mean, I understood it, but I ain't understand it. You know what I mean? That shit crazy. Funny as fuck, though, because, you know, 
you can get on the phone with your loved ones right now. You feel me? And y'all can crack the fuck up about some of that shit. Oh, nigga, remember? Be on the phone for about an hour, fucking around, reminiscing. That shit crazy. It's a blessing to have come this far a little this long. You know what I mean? It ain't happened for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Boo Boo the Fool ain't make it this motherfucking far. And there's a lot of smart motherfuckers that made a lot of bad decisions, too. We all got memories, man. This is for, you know what I'm saying? This is for the black eyed peas and rice motherfuckers. Get your ass in the house for the street, like, motherfuckers. Got your ass whooped as a kid, motherfuckers. Hard head, motherfuckers. Hard head, make a soft ass. You niggas, us niggas. Doing what you know you ain't got no business motherfucking doing. Still try to lie your way out that shit when you get caught. (laughs) 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 Yeah, man. It's for us, man. You know what I mean? There's somebody out there like y'all, bro. Motherfuckers used to slang dangle. You know what I mean? Shit, I remember putting candle wax and baking soda in the frying pan, chopping that shit up and putting it in sandwich bags and going outside, coming back with about 1,300, swearing to God I ain't never done it. But I always did it on, you know what I mean, other niggas' spots. I ain't do it on my spot, though, you know what I mean? Because that's my spot. That's where I'm known to be at, like, you know what I mean? Everybody out here is known for being out here, you feel me? That's fucking up their reputation, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they be slinging dangle over there, so you got to wiggle with that shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You got to wiggle with that shit. Get a few off over here, a few off over there, and keep it moving. You know motherfucker going to come back looking for you, so you be looking to see if you seen the same car twice, and you know what I mean? Try not to travel back through the same path as far as the streets is concerned. Like, boom, you know, I'm going to go this route, boo, and it's the whole route to get back to point A. Like, but don't backtrack if you don't have to, just in case. Because niggas on the mission, motherfuckers got something to do. I make it back to point A, you feel me? With what I got, I can do what I need to do. Come out that same day or tomorrow. You see me try to hit me like, hey, you got me fucked up, nigga. Give me five, I'll let you hit this right now. And you got to do it in front of me, bruh. Motherfucker hit that shit and be like, yeah, it's good. Told you you had me fucked up, nigga. <laughs> Told you I had that A1, nigga. You got that shit from somebody else, bro. I don't know. You be getting high too much, bro. Y'all here accusing niggas and shit. <laughs> no good and damn well I did it. 
Motherfucker be believing you too. Like, you know what? You right, you right, you right. Let me get another one. You know I got, you know I got that time, I got that job. You know, Ernest gonna put me to work. You know, you know, got me I'm about two, three, four o'clock a day. I can, you know what I mean? Won't you let me? Nah, nigga, come back when you get that. I got that A one out here. <laughs> oh shit! I'm surprised. I ain't think I could last this long, but shit. I've been having fun with y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening once again. I'm your host, Nolo Calione, and you have been listening to the Real Shit Roundtable Podcast. You can expect the same thing next time, except for different. And I hope you enjoyed your experience and you can learn from this. If you can't learn from it, then play it again until you do. Because I guarantee you there's something in there somewhere that you can learn from. I love y'all, man. Peace.